Should we talk about like plans going up to Christmas? So one of the things I'm um done this weekend is made the decision to like not be strictly keto low carb so i'm just going to be doing more um calorie counted high protein stuff like on the lead up to christmas because like i just kept going off keto and it's because obviously like birthday and then the neighbors brought around the most amazing like cake and so i was just like this just isn't working for me so i know what your plans are leading up to christmas I tend to stay quite strict leading up to Christmas because my boyfriend has his birthday on the 19th and then from like the 19th to the 19th or like to the 23rd when I finish work I tend to just be quite strict so then I feel like mm. I've kind of earned it but I don't know with like lockdown it's just kind of been so up and down like for my birthday I had four takeaways in a row and then I've had like two Chinese like four portions and chips in four days and tonight's probably the only day that I'm having keto foods as such. So I don't really know. I'm kind of just winging it this year. And I think also where I'm kind of at maintenance, I really don't care. Whereas beforehand I was trying to lose weight. So I was more strict, but I don't know. I just don't want to get into that routine of, oh, there's chocolate. Oh, there's crisps. Oh, there's cake coming in. If I'm in the office like tomorrow and there's something on the table, I'll grab it mm. because I'm in that mindset of, oh, well, I'm not in ketosis, for example, might as well just See, go that was kind of like where I was and that's so, where I, like, I took a step back this weekend, like, well, was this morning really. I was like, like, number one, spending so much money on takeaways. Number two, I always yeah. feel shit about it as well. So I'm like, if I, what's the best way for me to feel good, but also like eat the food that I want? And so like in the week, yeah. like, the only things that I'm really changing is like going to be having porridge for breakfast and then probably like low carb bread with like toast and avocado, like avocado egg, whatever. And then the rest of the time, it's, it, all I'm going to be doing is like adding sweet potatoes and stuff. But it just means that like at the weekend yeah. when we do have a takeaway, like I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that, it's that's that important what I'm doing. Thing. I'm kind of the same at the moment. So I'm trying to like incorporate higher carb bits. So like if I want to have like, a carby breakfast or like a carby lunch is just not following that throughout every single meal and like all the time and using it as an excuse like if I have a jack of potato it's trying to be like oh screw it I've had a jack of potato so I'm gonna have biscuits and chocolate and crisps and like going down that path and like I think it's just trying to maintain my mindset yeah. and you know one of like <laughs> just to kind of not go overboard one of the benefits that I found like this is one thing that I didn't think of either I think because I've been like so tunnel vision in low carbon keto for so long it's kind of like I've kind of lost that discipline whereas like coming away from low carb, even though like black and white it's exactly the same calories macros like but just having that slight difference of okay cool so this is the goal we're increasing the protein we've got to hit this protein you know you've got all these different foods but you've still got to be within these calories like for me it's like I feel more I feel motivated like I feel like it's a new goal um because I feel like the last goal was like a little bit tired like I say because I just kept breaking it like I just I just was so like demoralized with it so yeah I actually feel like really positive going into this week yeah I mean, I think for me, like, that I know for sure that, like, higher protein leads to less cravings. So why wouldn't I take advantage of that, regardless of what that means, like, for my overall, you know, it's still going to be low carb, but it might not be 20 to 30 grams. It might be, like, 50 grams. But then I'm eating, like, whole foods. So 
and even if like those I know no single food is like keto but if they were like keto friendly but then I'm just having like more veggies I'm having you know more soybeans um and like I'm sorry I'm not gonna like have Christmas and not have like a really nice nut roast or you know um any of the like really good Christmas stuff because there is so much coming out this year um that's like veggies oh my god you know what I'm looking forward to most is that chocolate orange Christmas pudding from M&S like I don't even like Christmas pudding but that is important to me (laughs) oh my god I love Christmas pudding I'm just I am going to go out on Christmas day this year like I'm just going to go full out because last year it was my first Christmas keto and I stayed keto and lord know why I did that like, I don't know how I had the mental strength to like, and I cooked it as well. I was cooking all these roast potatoes, Yorkshire puddings, and I didn't eat any of it. I just thought that was silly. Like that was a stupid but decision. You know so it wasn't because you were so focused on a goal where it's got you like, you were just so in the zone, sheer determination. And I like, I take my hat off to you because it is, like you say, mm-hmm. it's really difficult. So the fact that you did it is amazing. Look where you are now. Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah, I feel like I just kind of wanted to do that, like, whole year consistently through. And I didn't really cheat at all for my whole, well, cheat, in inverted commas, for the whole first year. But I feel like my mindset is, I prefer my mindset in second year of keto now, because I can just have carbs now without, like, panicking and worrying. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no need to worry. I think that's another thing that we spoke about. I think it was the podcast with Ash, where you just get into that mindset of, all carbs are bad but then people have the mindset of well not all carbs are equal but then again you say they're not equal but in the other sense you're scared to eat them like if they're not all equal then just eat the good complex carbs like you said about the sweet potato and the porridge like I'll have porridge of the morning make sure I have my carbs in the morning and just mm-hmm. not feel gu- guilty for just having like grains and rice and things like that yeah it's like having the right types of carbs isn't it just not sh- like low yeah, sugar exactly. i think sugar is the most important thing it's just like if you can eat some carbs are obviously like minimal sugar and no sugar like i just tend to go for those ones instead because if i then like start pumping my body with loads of sugar i feel like that's when i spiral and then that's where my mindset can like crack a little bit and then mm. i get all those cravings and then i feel like oh my god it's gonna catch up with me i feel like yeah. if you do have carbs like it's easier to have them in the morning because by the end of the day you've burnt them off anyway whereas like if I had something sweet at like dinner I'd probably still I'd wake up like starving because I'm now like low blood sugar when I wake up yeah I always feel like if I have something sugary or like carby towards the end of the day like it's just cravings and I think um your decision fatigue at the end of the day is just naff anyway so, like, I fully intend to have Nutella or, like, a little Kinder chocolate on my porridge every morning, along with, like, a scoop of protein. Um, but, yeah, by the end of the day, I'll be sorted. Also, like, this job, by the way, I have never walked so much in my entire life. Like, this sort of centre that I work, like, I feel like I need a little buggy to, to drive around in. It's so big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you enjoying your new job, No, though? genuinely, I really like it, like it's kind of a new role so the first part of the job is actually like understanding what the job needs um but the team that is around me is absolutely amazing like my remote team and then like the team that's on the site that I work are just so lovely as well it's like it just feels like I was always meant to work here if that makes sense it's the first time where I've actually like landed somewhere it's like I feel like I fit in here like I feel like this is a place I really want to make a difference yeah 
like even though there's the hierarchy of managerial roles and like new starters you don't really feel the hierarchy because you're all like yeah just and one. do you know what like like I said in my interview and I think I said it on here it's like when I when they were like why do you want to work at Amazon I was like well it's probably one of the few companies that is so large but is also like still has its entrepreneurial mm. roots and like genuinely so many of the onboarding videos are just like Jeff Bezos talks um and it's it's just I don't know it just feels just so welcoming like I already feel like a massive part of the team and I've only been there like I've only literally been in the office for like three days so it's a win that's such an exciting time for you as well like you've just moved house like throughout lockdown as well you've managed to like move house get your new job like all just in time for Christmas as well yeah. must be <laughs> really good redundant. <laughs> <laughs> but you've managed to turn it around like you've Jack got to a turn new job around. on um Friday as well he got a um, like a people strategy role so he's now going to HR as well so he's a oh love it manager so um yeah <laughs> we are now all jobbed up and we're ready to go for the new year I mean, people's strategy is not fun. Uh, I can tell. I can tell you that, but um, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. Like he's work, where he's working as well, like they've <laughs> they've just literally like cut the workforce in half, one, and they're also just changed all the terms and conditions. And loads of the engineers are looking to go on strike and stuff. So it is literally walking in at like turmoil. So good luck. How are you finding your job, Shannon? Yeah, no, my new job's really good. Um, I'm kind of really secretive about what it is I do, just because I kind of just don't want to disclose the company I work for, like on my social media. So I'm not going to say who I work for, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's working from home, which I love and I don't love because I feel like I can be in really productive at work where can you? I get a little bit of extra sleep, which is good, and I feel like I can get up for breakfast. But then, like by the end of the day. I'm just kind of like flopping onto the sofa. I'm just kind of moving from one room to the other. So I'm kind of just in a little bit of like limbo where I've kind of not really doing enough exercises. I probably should be, especially where it's dark. Um, but no, the job's really good. Um, I really enjoy it. But it's weird as well because the job's working from home, not just temporarily because of COVID, like it is just a remote working job. And I was saying to my boss the other day, I was like, am I actually even going to meet you one day? Like, I don't even know if I'm going to meet you in person one day, but we know each other so well already because most of my day I'm on Teams meetings and video meetings. But yeah, it's good. I feel hopefully settled. I hope this is a good one. Oh, I'm so glad. I think it's the future of working now as well. This whole like work from home culture is like, isn't it? It'll be so much nicer in summer when you can actually go out and it's light after work. Yeah, I can't wait. Although it has just made me really realise how much I want to get a dog. Like, now I'm working from home, I feel like I've got, like, the time of my life to get a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to try and swing it with Tom. I feel like Tom really wants a dog, but it's just deciding, like, which breed of dog to get. And, like, actually having the commitment for a dog. It's not just, like... It's the commitment, yeah. Yeah, it's the commitment and just, like, making sure that I can actually, like... raise the dog (laughs) bring it into the world but then again you say about like not you say about going from one room to another it could also help you to you know 
on your lunch break be like dog needs a ball gonna go for mm-hmm. that half an hour ball then have half an hour to yourself yeah then you will actually have a reason to go out of an evening need to walk the dog maybe get up half an hour earlier walk the dog bring it back or tom can do it before yeah. he goes to work so it could also mentally help you as well mentally and physically i just need to get out of the get house out. more i was saying i really want to get a dog it's either that or i put daisy on a lead and just walk around the block because yeah. <laughs> i feel like daisy's getting a little bit still crazy inside as well and i actually feel like she would respond to that really well just take around yeah. the block but i'm just scared my sister yeah, does it with her she puts really? her cat on a lead my mum's yeah. got like 10 cats yeah. they're indoor cats though so she's not they're not allowed out so she has to regardless like take them for a walk yeah but well, that's the thing daisy's an indoor cat um i yeah. gave her the opportunity when we were living in Cheltenham to go outside and she just didn't take it so she stayed an indoor cat and where we've moved here we live directly opposite a building site and I just wouldn't want to let her out into that. But at the same time, I kind of feel a little bit bad keeping her inside. So I actually might just take her around the block tomorrow. I mean, I, <laughs> I've got her She doesn't know any better, though, that to be honest. Mine, yeah. She's a cat. Like, she doesn't mm. know any better. Oh. Um, yeah. do mine go out because we're in a cul-de-sac in like you know rural Cambridge <laughs> it's not um it's not really unsafe but uh I have attempted to have the cats on a lead sometimes uh, especially when they're like when we first get them you don't want to be like letting them out and just leaving them out you want to like supervise for a while and um every single time literally you get out the house and they just flop they're like, nope, nope, not moving, <laughs> so not allowed. Like, so my mum's got like 10 cats, so like all of her cats have come from like rescuing like other people's or if someone's neglecting cat, mum will have it. And um, yeah, most of them like just do that, they just sprawl out. But one of them is blind, so it can't go out on its own safely, so my mum just takes it on a lead. Oh, bless her. Your mum sounds like the type of woman that I would love. Oh, like, just adopting all yeah, the cats. Yeah, genuinely. If you ever just want therapy cats or whatever, she's got a rabbit as well, I think. So, <laughs> whenever you need it. Your mum sounds like the type of woman I aspire to be, to be honest. Like, all I want to do is just be around animals. Like, when I went to Marble Halves and there was just two puppies, like, I don't care about him. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be around the animals. And when I came home, like, I just couldn't wait it's to see dream, my cats. It's absolute dream. It is. Yeah, I'll let you shadow her if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, uh, so, Gia, when do you start your new job? Hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, there, there was a little bit of a delay in it getting put live um, on the site because, you know, we, we have to do it properly. I, there's like a quick little um, contract that, I'll do beforehand just to have some extra cash because otherwise I'm then waiting like another month for pay. Um, so obviously I wasn't like expecting the mm. delay, but like it happens, you know, stuff happens. So yeah, so then, uh, so it's like a year, a year, and then like either you can move departments or something else will open up. Um, but to be honest, it's just an excuse before. I know that I'm like, I know I've already kind of decided that I want to work for myself, but um, it's just kind of putting that framework. So, yeah. How exciting. I am excited. And when are you going to be moving? Uh, January, February. I'm so excited. Oh, okay. Because you're literally, only, we're only going to be like, if we were decided to meet halfway, it's like 20 yeah. minutes each. <laughs> 
Like we're gonna be so much closer to each other. Like you're literally never gonna get rid of me. <laughs> so is it twenty minutes driving each way or commuting? Uh, no, that's like each. So like it's it'll be forty minutes like from our door to door. So like if we want to oh, meet okay. halfway, it's only twenty minutes each to meet halfway somewhere. That's oh, epic. So oh, okay, it'll be, be good. It'll be good. I know it might actually motivate me to pass my test. Like. I've had my car for three years and I still haven't passed my driving test yet. And I just don't know what's like, I don't know why I've not even bothered. It's just out of pure laziness, I think. And just like the not, like I've never really had the need to say, drive. But... There's almost like no need. Yeah, there, was, well, there wasn't really a need to do it at uni, but I've kind of still got my car now and COVID's hit, so I haven't learned still. So maybe you moving close will like motivate me to like get my test done because well, tom can't yeah because i think you're allowed, to, you're allowed to have lessons now but yeah i think so probably but be I the like... best time because it's just so empty out there as well especially where you are like it's literally just pure road and it's just not busy at all so it probably would be the best time when the roads are a little bit quieter but obviously now new job and everything hours Evening if it's possible now to get like an actual good, like good deal on lessons as well because there's so many driving instructors yeah. that are like doing different jobs at the minute so i don't know if like going through like red driving yeah. school or whatever like you might be able to get a cheeky discount or something yeah no i definitely need to do it i was thinking i might even just like take see if i can take a week off and just do a crash course i don't know why they call it that but like i definitely just need to get my test done because i'm just sick of like sponging off tom like i, I like tomkey take me to the job tomkey do this come you do it there so that's the same as me though with my tom i'm literally just like mm -hmm. takes me everywhere but i've had no reason to drive either because i've always worked in london i've always commuted there's no way i'm going to drive there it takes an hour and a half and then parking yeah. it takes me an hour and a half to commute anyway and then anywhere that I want to go on a weekend, I go myself. If I can't get to the shop, I'll order online shopping. Like everywhere that I need to get to is by bus or train. And I'm not that far into Kent that I have to drive with like country lanes everywhere. You know, it's still red buses and national round. I'm still within London zone. So I really haven't had a reason to drive either. And I probably won't now until like I have kids. Yeah, so we don't have there. like any public transport. Yeah, where you are, you definitely Yeah, it was literally like, you have public transport in the centre of town and like to all, like half an hour away into Huntingdon all that way. But then you go into the villages yeah. that are like in between Cambridge and Royston and you're like, well, there's nothing. I think there's like one bus. No. <laughs> it's not, I don't think really, it's that right. anymore. <laughs> I think it's like <laughs> the bus turns up when it wants to. <laughs> I couldn't live like it, imagine. <laughs> oh, it's almost like you've just got no control. <laughs> Literally not. But that's what people say. They say, like, the freedom being able to yeah. drive. And mm. it's like, yeah, that's fair enough. But then if I were to get a car and pass my lessons, it would sit outside my house for about five days and I yeah. don't use it on a weekend. So why am I going to pay all that money for a car to sit outside? I wouldn't drive to the station. It makes walk. no sense. Like... For you, it makes no sense at all, especially when you've got public transport that's so no. reliable, so close. And I'm already paying £250 a month yeah. in commuting. How am I going to pay that potentially on insurance and then car finance if I can't buy one outright? No, do, not just at all. No just, and especially like not on finance. That's probably like, I, I've done finance twice and I wouldn't do it again. Like I gave my cards mm. back. So like when you get halfway through your payments, like you can just voluntarily terminate. 
Um, so you give the car back and then the rest of it's written off. And I've done that twice. And um, like my latest car, I just bought two and a half K. I just bought a 10 year old BMW 5 Series. You know what? It's actually the yeah. best car I've ever had. Like I love it the most out of all of them. And I was also no debt attached. But um, I was really lucky. Like I'd, I'd saved up. So when I was at school, I got EMA. So I literally just used that to pay for driving lessons and like pass when I was 17. So like I went to uni and everything. But I think it's because my parents didn't drive that I was like, oh my God, I need to drive. It was like, I used to go <laughs> gliding on weekends and that was like an hour and a half drive away. There was no way you could commute there, especially not at like four o'clock in the morning. So I was like, right, I'm driving. So like, but I feel like both of us, like we're literally, going back to more public transport like I think I'm going to use the the cycle to work scheme because I'm literally 15 minute drive away from work yeah if you're that and Leeds is so good for bus lane and it gets your fitness in as well exactly so yeah and like we use the bus like we got a free bus pass like with with this house like just because of where it is and Leeds are wanting to you know promote people using public transport so it's like it's a no-brainer that's well good at spring. Mm. Really decent. Like, it's genuinely just so lucky. It's just, like I say, it's just because like, I think with so many like new developments popping up where they are, like this is kind of like one of those up and coming areas. So they're really trying to like push, you know. That's like Shannon's area though. It's exactly the same. Like me and my other half have always said, like if we moved out, mm-hmm. we'd move into Kent, but then going to Milton Keynes and then we were in Essex yesterday just looking at the houses I went to see how like I thought how expensive they would be Mm. so so cheap like disgustingly cheap Mm -hmm. I thought these houses were going to be like at least a million it's like a five bed for like 350 it's like yeah that's what um Flo got mm, wasn't it was it's ridiculous yeah, she got a five bed in, what is it, near, Northampton? Near for literally That's like where I am, so Flo's just down the road from me. So I'm, um, I'm mm. in a place called Toaster, so I'm um, like in between Milton Keynes and Northampton. But there's literally, yeah. there's like houses popping up every week. So like the new, like I'm kind of like at the back and the building estate sort of like opposite me and literally there was there were there weren't a house there last week and there is now like they're just they're just going up so quickly and I think they're building a school now but like the other day there was nothing out there and now there's just like 50 chimneys where they're just like whopping up like literally just yeah. mad building these houses so quick but I love it here I absolutely love it it's such a nice like place in the world because it's just kind of like its own little town it kind of feels like it's in the middle of nowhere but it's not but yeah I love it here it's so new as well like Milton Keynes is literally about 50 years old like it was just Mm -hmm. concrete jungle and then they just just put everything there and there's like everything there now they trial everything there like it's just one of those places we've got robots here yeah robots I love them. They're so Have you cute. used them? But I they were yeah. So I've used them before. Not I. I can't get them out here in Tosa because it's too far. Because they're basically in Milton Keynes. You've got like a path for every single road. So it's kind of like it was designed by an American, I think. So it's kind of like built on an American model where there's like a sidewalk to like every road that you've got. And mm. these little robots were designed to like help disabled people get their food shopping. 
so they can order like on the app and then it just gets delivered to their home but now you can get like takeaways on there you can you can just get anything on there it's so good um but when it turns up it will like turn up to your front door and you like take the food shopping out of it and you close the lid and then it goes thank you have a nice day and then it like whizzes off <laughs> isn't it weird it's like that's such like a normal thing but the fact that like a robot has said it like we just lose our shit over it <laughs> I know. I just lose my I just lose my shit when I see it get to a zebra crossing and it needs to cross the road and it looks both ways and I'm like, oh my god, it's looking both ways. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I love them. I'm so good. Um, so I am jealous <laughs> of that. I'm going to start a petition to get one in Leeds. But to be honest, like we're in a delivery mm. hotspot. It's dangerous. Like Nando's on tap. Lord, <laughs> those wings. <laughs> I can't even get delivery. Yeah, I can, honestly, like. We're not, even here. 10 minutes. We're not even 10 minutes from the centre of Leeds. So, like, everything. We live everything. Literally. Yeah. Even, like, the little independent yeah. places You're, like, as well. cafes, really yeah. nice, like, coffee and cafe. Oh, mm-hmm. a lot. Cafe near, even Nero. Yeah. Cafe Nero, pods and coffee to your door. Oh! You can get, <laughs> what, you can deliver a coffee? Uber Eat. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I need to do that. It is cute actually Where I'm working from home There's a little like Independent coffee van man Who drives around the estate And he drives around And he gets here At like half past nine Every Friday morning So that's like my little I get to go out of the house On Friday So I can just like Go and get my coffee quick It's really sweet I love it That's cute Has it got one of those Like little horn Or siren things on Have you seen Have you seen it <laughs> Yeah it's um, He does play a little tune But it's like A really like Old fashioned like TV show tune. I don't know where it's from, but it's so loud as well. You can't miss it. <laughs> we we literally look out onto a hospital, and they have like a coffee van like every day. So at like one o'clock every day, we get this like blaring tune. It's like yeah, we can hear you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs>